This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number four him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Martha, today's show, Michael and Connie, we're all in the room together as we celebrate show number one. Thousand. Wow, the crowds go crazy. It's amazing. As we've set off on this journey on April the 15th, 2013, only God knew we'd be celebrating on this March the 14th, 2018, the 1,000th show. It's not easy for me to say. No. But it's easy for us to do today. A lot easier today, Michael Miracle, Mm. than it was Five years ago. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> a lot of words have been spoken. <laughs> when we started this show, I had hair and Michael's hair was black. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. So, listen, we thank you for turning in to, uh, tuning in to I Work For Him, turning in however you do, wherever part of the country you are in today, however you do it. We're grateful that you're listening in to the 1,000th show of I Work For Him as we broadcast across the nation on iHeartRadio. But you can always check out how we're broadcasting, go right to our website, iWorkForHim.com. That's iWork, the number four, Him.com. And Martha, when they get to the iWorkForHim website, what is going to pop up? Well, the biggest thing is if we are on a radio station somewhere at that point in time when they go to the website, there's this little red dot that tells them this is the player you go to playing live now. And three times a day right now, that's happening. And other than that, they can go back and listen to past shows. Um, I just did a little math- mathematical calculation. We've had 60,000 minutes. Gee, that was hard. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, not that I want to, not that I want to, we've had 60,000 minutes of radio. Yes, and you speak at a at a speed that is at like 1.2 of most Unprecedented. people, right? Unprecedented. Unprecedented <laughs> so speed brought here by Jim Brandenburg. That's right. <laughs> All right. It is amazing to be here celebrating this anniversary and with us in studio. As I said, Connie Smith, brand ambassador for I Work Ram, and Michael Miracle. He's been the show engineer from the beginning with a few blips in between, but Michael was there on the first day, and he's here on day 1,000. Michael Miracle, how does it feel to make it to 1,000 shows? This show is old, man. <laughs> what does that mean Just in like radio that. talk? It's a good thing. No, an old show in radio is rare and very, very good for sure because it's old and and on the radio for a long time for a reason, you know? I uh, remember when we first started doing radio, it was like people came out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah, I used to be in radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I used to be in radio. And we'd be like... What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So many people used to be in radio. <laughs> they all have had a little dabble in it. But, but uh, very consistently, people have always said, I have a face for radio. 
there oh. it doesn't go a week probably where someone doesn't have that wonderful compliment that they bring your way at honey. least at least and we came here from very humble beginnings we started off on a cute little station in St. Pete Florida and moved here to uh, Tampa Florida on AM 570 and 910 WTBN and then we added FM 102.1 in Lakeland and then just recently we added in Jacksonville the biz and the truth the truth at 919, 917, and 913 in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and Folkston, Florida. And Georgia. Well, that's it. That's the other side of the border. Folkston, you keep making it Georgia. in another state. All right. And also FM 100.3 on the biz yes. in Jacksonville, Florida as well. But all across the nation being listened to on the internet and on podcasts across the the globe. And don't forget, we are on an internet station as well and a couple other terrestrial That's stations right. out of Georgia. That's right. So okay. anyway, we're so thankful that we can play in all those places. From one day a week to two days a week to five days a week in the fall of 2014, and we've been five days a week ever since. Hey, what's funny, funny little statistic, Michael, I don't know if you remember this, but I don't know if I ever said it out loud, but I thought when we started this show on April the 15th, 2013, that I would be the next Christian Rush Limbaugh. I do remember you saying that. And I thought, well, I could just monologue for an hour every day and everybody would just love what I had to say, like Rush Limbaugh, mm-hmm. who has you know several million listeners every day. We realized by week two, that was not my calling. And week two would have been show number two. two. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it was it was pretty bad. But we've had some incredible shows through the years and we wanted to just share some snippets of those shows during the day today, but also to share from our hearts on how God has been moving in our lives. Connie, before we met in the fall of 2015, had you ever listened to I Work For Him, like just as a listener, before you were connected to us? No, I didn't. I am ashamed to say. A true confession say. right there. <laughs> no. Mike, no. No, no, no. Okay, Michael, yeah. five years ago, not quite five years ago, but 1,000 shows ago, mm-hmm. what were those thoughts going through your mind that day behind the engineering studio, look peering through that glass window when we went on the air and I mispronounced the last name of the station owner and general manager? Well, you know, I actually didn't realize you did that until I went back and listened to the show when I was looking for clips for, I think, maybe the first year show or something like mm-hmm. that, because I went back and, and looked at, looked at uh, you know, pulling some old audio, and then that's when I finally realized that, but... All that to say um, that, A, I didn't recognize that you mispronounced the owner of the radio station's name. <laughs> Although we have brought it up several times That's right. since then, mm-hmm. right? And I've, and I've apologized to her many times. Yeah. 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 So, but, and then um, my first, you know, sort of thoughts after those, that show and the, and, and the first few after that was, might be a little rough around the edges here, but there's something, there's something here to work with, you know? Well, how has being involved in the I Work Rain radio show impacted you spiritually? Uh, I've said this before in the show before, and and it's true. I mean, I it's take it's 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 allowed me to take my faith uh, not only more seriously, but to also translate it outside of like church and home. You know, to to recognize that it can be something that um, uh, can be powerfully used in the workplace. That's Michael Miracle, who's right there from the beginning. Even Martha wasn't in the studio that first day. Might have gone better if you'd have been there. <laughs> As people have said many times since that first show on April the 15th, 2013, Jim, when you're on the radio, it's good. When Martha's on the radio with you, it's great. Well, we have fun doing it together. And what's really funny is somebody just recently said to me, I love it when you're both on the phone and, or on the radio and you banter back and forth. And what's really funny about that statement is like, I do not like bantering. bantering no, she doesn't. 
annoys me, and it's just in my DNA. But I think the thing is, Connie's is laughing that, because Connie likes to banter. But it's so funny because I guess what we do is, um, well, we're just living our life out transparently right here on the radio airwaves for everybody to hear. But you have to, you can't have it just be visual. You know, we have to use audio in order for it to translate. So I'm forced to say a whole lot more than I maybe would um, only give you visual signals for in the past. (laughs) Michael, let's play a couple. Let's play one clip before we go to the break. How about on the scriptures and Old Testament? Because we've talked, we've touched a lot of really cool Mm. stuff here on I Work For Him. This was one. You know, I had a conversation the other day with a good friend of mine. And, and he said, you know, I'm okay with the Gospels. I'm good with this whole Jesus thing. And, and I, I believe he's the son of God. And I, I think I'm a Christ follower. But you know what? I got a real hard time with the Old Testament. I, how is it possible that people lived 900 years? I don't even get it. That can't possibly be right. I only believe some of what the Old Testament has to say. And, and here's, here's the issue. I run into that a lot with Christ followers. And, and here's... The, de- the deal is we've been given the scriptures, who are a, which is a love letter from God that's 1,500 some pages long that describes the character and the qualities of our Heavenly Father. And you don't really get to pick and choose. There may be some, some things in the Old Testament and the New Testament that are really hard to believe. You know, I don't know which is hard to believe. That people lived to be 900 years before, old before the flood or that Jesus read, raised Lazarus from the dead four days after he was put in the grave. Which one's harder to believe? That Jesus rose himself from the grave. I don't know. They're both pretty unbelievable. But here's the good news. I know it's true about Jesus because my life has never been the same. Do you doubt the Bible? Here's what I also run into. I run into a lot of Christ followers that talk all about the Bible, but they don't read it. You know what? Don't tell me you're a Christ follower if you're not reading that Bible. That's like saying, you know what? I'm an accountant, but I don't work on books. That's like saying, you know, I'm a truck driver, but I never get behind the wheel of a truck. If you're going to be a Christ follower, you need to know what the manual says. Pick it up. Read it. It's incredible. From one end to the other. That's just, I love that. And I could do that rant every day. I mean, it's amazing, Martha and Connie and Mike, how many, how many times we find that people, Christ followers, they don't know what their Bible says. Yeah, so we, you know, we just really hope that maybe when somebody hears that or they hear something else that we've talked about, that they're getting encouraged to, you know what, I'm going to crack open the book of the Bible and um, read it for myself and get more engaged in it. And one of the things that you have done through the Lord, Jim, is that we have um, created this I Work For Him Nation covenant, and it is filled with scriptures to study, to really understand um, a little glimpse of what God wants us to look like in our workplace. How you can transform your workplace. Go to IWorkForHim.com. That's IWork, the number four, Him.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Join Martha and I, Connie and Michael, as we work on transforming our nation by the power of God. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. It's amazing. we got the team in the studio today. Michael Miracle, engineer from the beginning until the today. I would say the end, not the end. Let's hope it's not the end. we got Connie Smith in here, brand ambassador for I Work For Him for almost two years already. And, of course, Martha and I are in the studio. 
1,000 shows. Hard to imagine. When we started out on this journey, we had never stepped foot in a radio studio and certainly didn't know what God's long-term plans were. I had a full-time job. So did Martha. Some things have changed in these last 1,000 shows in almost five years, and some things have remained the same. The things that have remained the same, I still love Mountain Dew. I still talk fast. In fact, I have been, I don't have the record, but I'm pretty sure very close to the record, I could speak 120 words in less than a minute. We're still passionate about about helping Christ followers live out their faith in their work. We're still passionate about investing our lives into others who want Jesus to be the center of everything, especially the work. Things that have changed, Martha is on all the time on the show. From the, at the beginning, she wasn't able to. We're both full-time working on the radio show, six days a week, even though we only broadcast five. We travel a lot with the radio show all over the country. God has used this show to lift up ministries focusing on discipling people in their faith and in their work. All over the country, it has been such a privilege. Martha, can you believe we made a thousand shows? You know, it's kind of funny because I never thought about a number. I just knew that this, you know, each and every day we just wake up in obedience and say, okay, today's another day and that's what we're doing. And um, so it's exciting to be at a thousand, yet it, it's not like um, a check mark that I felt like I, you know, we needed to check off. It's like, this is, this is a huge milestone. I don't take that lightly. And God has provided in amazing ways, um, for all of the different guests, the people we, the testimonies we've been able to share, the books we've been able to give away to people, you know, just the re- the resource that we have been able to be for all of our listeners. And that is thrilling. Connie, you gave me this funny look when I said you've been the brand ambassador for over two years. You, God brought you into our lives in, it was late October, October of 2015. That was for a different job, but God brought you into our lives oh. and we've never let you go. <laughs> <laughs> we've been tethered together. Here you what, what, what was it about I work for him that you said, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice too to be part of this? It was you guys. It was Jim and Martha Brangenberg and your passion to share that your workplace is your mission field because it was something, a new idea, a concept, and it just resonated with me because you just feel it in your bones. When you talk about it, I get goosebumps and chill bumps. It's like, you know that you are being obedient. Like Martha says, you, you're obedient and you feel God calling you. And people, I mean, as brand ambassador, I feel called to people come into my heart. They come into my thoughts. And that's how a lot of the times I reach out to people because, okay, I saw them and I wrote it down or I heard, heard them at a meeting or Mm -hmm. it's, it's God working through us. It's not us. It's about reading a reflection of God's presence in our lives. And you guys are doing that every day. All the time. And when you say you work six days a week, that is the understatement of the year. You are the hardest working people I know. You're just, you live and breathe. I work for him. And it's not, they always say if you never work a day in your life, if you are living out your passion, mm. you guys do that. And it's, and I love doing it too, because it's, it's not work. It's like you're fulfilling your assignment that God's given you. And our, God's timing is not our timing, obviously, because mm-hmm. if it, was, it took five years for us it, to get to this spot. If it was up to the three of us, we would be doing a lot more. But apparently, we are we are being obedient because our vision is so much greater. But 
we're taking the steps that's needed to take to mm-hmm. make this the foundation so strong that nothing's going to stop it. God. Yeah. And that's really what was made clear to us when we were in D.C. this past week was that God is preparing for this to launch. We met some incredible people. What a Martha, that experience. And we and we got a chance to talk about a little bit on Friday, but it hadn't even really started yet when we were doing the show with the Greens last Friday. And that was, you know, to have the, the you know, nine show number nine hundred and ninety eight to be with Stephen Jackie Green from uh, Hobby Lobby. That was really, really cool. Yeah, it was. That's been um, really on your bucket list. You know, just okay, saying, show nine nine ninety seven. Sorry, I knew I'm... you were recalculating. That's all right. I I already figured you'd correct yourself because that's how Jim works. Yes, I got the sixty thousand minutes, but that was an easy mathematical equation. Technically, <laughs> anyway, we're not going to go to technicalities. But anyway, the point being that you know. Um, God has shown you some dreams and some visions and some goals. And one of the things that we just see Steve and Jackie Green doing so well is living out their faith in their workplace. And it just resonates with what we talk about every day on the air. And what a great example to the thousands and thousands of employees that they have. Over 32,000 people. And the influence that they have that trickles down. And we just want every listener to understand that they have that same influence and that same impact, God impact, that they can have by being the light in their workplace. Whether they're the owner or the, um, you know, an employee, it doesn't matter what their role is. The impact that they can have can be exponential. But no matter what their role no matter. That's right. They can make an impact. In fact, Amen. your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus. And you may be their only chance. I've screwed that up a few times in the last thousand shows. But that was what was incredible about this past weekend is we, we had time with Steve and Jackie Green on the radio. Two people that could be independently wealthy and just be sitting back by the pool or on a boat traveling around the world. But they're not. They're pounding it. The Museum of the Bible experience was incredible. Everybody has to go. Got to be our most fun on-location show to date. Uh, and But then the next night, we sat down with Ben and Candy Carson. Now, we didn't get... That's ben, Dr. Ben Carson, the guy that's on the, the cabinet of the, with the president. You know that ben, guy. That guy. <laughs> Department of, Secretary of the Department of uh, uh, Housing and, Housing and Urban, Urban Development. Development. Again, another couple that he could have easily retired. He was a world-renowned neurosurgeon, Was had retired to Florida, and, and the Lord said, no, I'm not done yet. Mm-hmm. you got to head back up to D.C. I want you to do some real surgery on the government. Amen. Yeah, so we saw the big building this past weekend, um, the Housing and Urban Development building. And Walked I'm past like, it several times. Like, oh, there's his workplace. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> the buildings are just monstrous in they're D.C. Monumental. I mean, they're, they, they're like, like, oh, oh good one. Oh. Very good. But they literally all are take a whole block. All right. We talked about joining the I Work For Him Nation. And that is, Michael, why don't you play that that clip, my jaunt on the uh, Join the Nation. Hey, have you joined the I Work For Him Nation yet? Have you made that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees? Here's, Here's the deal. Every day I say this on the air, and my challenge to you is this. You know, we all go to work. One way or the other, we're all out there making money somehow. And we've got a choice. We can go and we can have a, a we can have one personality that's, you know, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and then nights and weekends we can be a Jesus follower. Or 
you could actually live the real Christian life, which impacts everything that you do. And I don't mean to be sarcastic, but my, my point is this. Our, when everybody that's documented in the New Testament that met Jesus, they were never the same again. And, and I don't know how we compartmentalize our faith. And I know I used to do it, but we can't compartmentalize our faith. It should impact everything that we do. How we drive, which that's where God's working on my life, especially in this ridiculous Tampa Bay area. But how everything we do, our interaction with our employees or your coworkers, our interactions with our neighborhood, interaction with people in church, interaction with people at the grocery store, wherever you're interacting with people, do they reflect your relationship with Christ? And so the challenge in joining the I Work For Him Nation is to look for a way, an accountability spot. As people are joining the nation, I'm getting two or three a week that are making that commitment to pray for their coworkers and employees by name. They're looking for ways to serve people in their workplace. They're looking for ways to befriend them so they've got an opportunity to be Jesus to these people. All along, looking for ways to pray with them when they notice that their countenance is down. But as they do their job each and every day, that it is a job done with excellence. That's what it means to be an, a Christ follower, and that's what I want people to do. Join the I Work For Him Nation and make that commitment. You'll get an email from me when you sign up. Go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Not only will you get a, an email from either myself or Martha, but you'll also get a gift. And we've had these gifts sent out. Martha, you've had to figure out how to send mail to India and Kenya and South Africa. Yep. People joining the nation from all over, but we need people right here in the United States every day to be joining and making that commitment to being a change agent in their workplace. Yeah, and I just want to say we don't need you to do that. I mean, it's this is about your heart, and I'm not like calling you on the carpet or throwing you under the Only bus or bit. anything like that, honey. <laughs> clarifying, but just clarifying. You know, this isn't about anything that we need. No, this is not a club you join or something you pay for. No, it. But it, we just see the impact that God laid on our hearts regarding this, and guaranteed to change we have your this workplace. Thing where we tend to want everybody else to to see it, right. you know, and to get it for themselves. But we know it's a heart thing. And that's why I bring up the scripture again. You know, if they go on our website and read about the nation, they can read scriptures that back it up and help them with the process. Thanks for tuning in this afternoon. Got Martha in the studio with me, which I love having that every day. We got Connie Smith, brand ambassador, joining us. Hi, guys. And Michael Miracle, the show engineer, been there from the beginning. Hi. <laughs> he, was, he was smiling, and I'm thinking, you know, it's radio, Michael. Nobody can hear you. <laughs> uh, Michael, what's your funniest memory of I Work For Him? What's the funniest thing that you've witnessed or experienced or thought, Jim, I can't believe you said that? Hmm. Only one. I will say this. I'm asking the, him to choose just one. Hope, yeah, I know, right. The the Hopefully, um, we, we have time to play it later today, but it is... Um, it's 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 one that is sticking in my memory because it was a recent. Uh, uh, we'll just play it. You want to play it? Okay. Sure, we'll whatever you want to oh, play. There you it. go. Well, I don't know which one you're talking about, but we'll play it. I don't want to say it's funny, but uh, you handled the situation in a way that um, I thought was very uh, awesome. So here we go. But I see that over time in relationships yes. where isolated people come into community, which is really what bikes are a tool for for us. Really, everything we're doing is an excuse to be in relationship. That might be gardening, that might, but it sometimes is wrenching on a bike, which incidentally is what we're doing at Well-Built Bikes. I love that. And and yet you're talking about a homeless person who spent a lot of time on the street being able to go take a shower. I mean, there's a, there's a marked difference between when they go in and when they come out. Well, I mean, it is for me too, right? But yeah. just the dirtier you are, the yeah. longer it's been, the bigger the change, you know? And uh, and that kind of change is seen in a, in a major way in just, I don't know, the, 
a, a different kind of cleanliness that comes with uh, community and an encounter with God and a, and a new mind and heart or whatever. And we see that that kind of transformation that we see immediately in coming out of a shower. And John, your ministry can be found online at bikeshoptampa.com, bikeshoptampa.com, mm-hmm. or online at Well Built Bikes. John, how did you come to Christ? Uh, LSD. So, yeah, so I was in college and it was a few years after a car accident, major depression, this and that. And I was into a lot of drugs uh, and I was I loved LSD. I took acid constantly. But one night uh, I I met God. I took acid. I've never been the same since I it wrecked me. Now, that's how I became. That's how I encounter had an encounter with God, an epiphany, theophany, whatever you want to call it. Um, but then it's every day that I'm trying to discipline myself to actually be a follower of Jesus, like in life and practice. Right. So I'm still working on that, but, but yeah, that's, that's my story. I think, and not many people use that story. I don't know, Pat, have you ever heard a story like that? And you know, I met, I met Jesus while on LSD. That's incredible. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. All right. So, because when people say you're tripping, you're like, absolutely. And that's Jesus changed my what's life. Happened. So I want to set that up for on the back end of it, I guess. All right, Michael. So that 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 show was I don't know maybe six eight weeks ago, and uh, it, it was in January. Yep. January, yeah, and it, and it involved um, a couple of local ministries that uh, serve through you know servicing bikes and and such. It's a worthwhile episode to listen to front to finish. But yes. I thought it was very interesting in the in the fact that uh, this gentleman told you how he came to Jesus and the means wasn't important. It was the fact that he did come to him where um, I think that there might be maybe not necessarily a misconception, but people can often think that if they don't say the right thing about themselves and how they came to Christ in front of other Christ followers are going to be like judged for it. And that didn't happen in this case. I thought it was really cool. And it was, I remember on that day, I'm like, I'm pretty sure never before on the air has Jesus and LSD been in the same sentence. And and I, it left, it left, it didn't leave me speechless, but it did leave me going, that is cool. We because, did, because we did learn that you have a new filler. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's Okay, what else do I say? No. Uh, you, did a, you did a great job. And the fact that <laughs> these guys are very genuine and we are not in any way making fun of no, this situation. No, yeah. because but that, what a great message for people to hear. You know what? You're exactly right, that Michael, that it's not a church answer. Everybody doesn't have to say, I was in church and mm-hmm. I had to go to the front and I kneeled on and I got prayed over. Okay, no, that's not the only way to encounter Christ. Yeah, this guy and got, yeah Jesus intersected his life God, on an acid trip. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. But, and on that show, Michael, there could have been another clip where he said, you know, I, I, after I became a Christ follower, I just started, you know, I started helping the least of these. I started working with homeless people. I, mm-hmm. I didn't find out till oh, later yeah. that I wasn't supposed to really do that stuff. Well, not no, that. But, that was tongue in cheek. It was tongue in cheek, but it was kind of. I mean, it was that was this guy was he was legitimate and and he left me speechless. But I learned how to handle the speech this speechless stuff because many years back, and you didn't pick one of these clips, Michael. Mm-hmm. Many years back, you remember that first page mural. I always have a hard time with it. Paige Morell interview. Seventeen year old Paige Morell, the story sketcher. She won mm. she won a, a um, scholarship from the Institute of Faith, Work and Economics. Yep. And I asked her some questions and she answered at a doctoral level as a seventeen year old. 
and and I was speechless. Mm-hmm. Twice she's left me speechless on on the air. That is quite the accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It's quite the accomplishment. Don't you'll never be able to do it, Connie. But that's quite the accomplishment. Ooh. All right, there's so, a challenge. There's there's some things. So Connie said there was one other thing that's still the same. Not only do I still love Mountain Dew, but I'm still. You are still having issues with Tampa Bay traffic, and you lived here a very long over these five years. But that still is one of those things. Fifteen years. This traffic is ridiculous, and it's certainly this time of year is absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Spring training. What, Michael, Michael? Spring break. I think when people complain about the traffic coming from Atlanta, it's, it's laughable. Exactly. I yes. don't mind the traffic. I think, you it's know. It's perspective. I, it is perspective. I can very leave much. here at 6 o'clock, you know, and get home in, you know, almost the same amount of time it takes me to get home from here any other time of day. Almost. Almost. So. I just think, perspective. I think the difference is that we have this influx of people that don't know how to get around, mm-hmm. don't know where they're going. And they're off the road at six when Michael's going home, so it doesn't bother him. Oh, they're already right. at the early that's bird right. dinner special. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that's, it's, wow. Tampa traffic hasn't changed. Oh. And that's, we love you, Tampa. Like, yes. that's right. and thank <laughs> it's you, not visitors. Spring, it's not spring or summer. It's snowbirds, mm-hmm. spring break. And, and everything then, else. And then the holidays. Yeah. We're grateful that you come down here to visit Florida. Please come more often. Spend your money because it keeps my taxes low. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Appreciate yeah, so it. I don't know if you've all noticed, but Jim, one of the things that you in the last five years do more and more often, even when we're off the radio, is you go into this radio salesman. Voice. <laughs> Check it out online. I work for him.com. You know, we're having a conversation. All of a sudden, he's like pulling out people's websites and telling them where <laughs> to, you know, log on and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's quite humorous. I did it, I did it while we were seeing this weekend, yeah. FCCI.org. Mm-hmm. That's right. Check it out online, C3TB.org. <laughs> He's got them all. I do. I've got them. It's, it's been doing. Okay. Michael, one of our fun guests who challenges me when he comes on is David Gibbs III from National Center for Life and Liberty. And he's helped our audience, all of us, to understand how we connect our faith and our work and how we can do it legally in our workplace, We're, no matter what your workplace looks like. Michael, you've got a clip from a recent show we did with David last fall promote leftist ideology you see folks that want to be green and protect the environment and 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 all of that's 100 percent legal well why can't the faith-based community uh, be stepping forward and saying you know what it does matter what you believe and we want to promote our spiritual side with our business as well I love that. So that's oh. what we're going to do. We're going to take the rest of the show today and dig into depending on what your job may be what your rights are in the workplace, because they're different depending on whether you're working for the government, whether you're working for a private employer that's really small or a private employer that's really big or a publicly traded. There's different rules, and David's going to parse this all out for us. So you're going to keep your pen and paper out there. And, and by the way, Jim, not everybody has pen and paper. You know, some people have iPads and Oh, Apple my. Pencils. What is that? Some people have. They're going to listen to the podcast, some people, too. Some people have things like uh, phones where they take notes. I mean, some people actually type their notes. I mean, I, I don't want to. Just let you me know, know when you're done. Let, okay. let me just get the dinosaur that's rumbling past your desk there. And, and, the, and let's just jump into the tech. <laughs> yeah, the technological age. <laughs> okay, Michael. That's enough. That's enough. I was rolling on the floor in the and studio that day. And he actually says that. Like, Connie's on the floor. <laughs> I was like, you nailed it. Oh, my goodness. It oh, was David, hilarious. David Gibbs the third. That was just. You my- know what I love about David Gibbs is the fact that this is a lawyer. Just in case people didn't understand that, this is a lawyer who is has this great sense of humor and does such a great job of it 
educating our listeners yes. about their rights in the workplace. But he also has this great personality. He argues and, cases in front of the Supreme Court. That's right. Oh, my and goodness. And he, comes right here right. he comes right here and I work he for him. He lets out his frustrations and I work for him. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. The, the, nailed you is all I could say. Yeah. I thought what was pretty impressive was the dinosaur sound. What? Impressive. Well, because we what nobody call it? Was it, was it, was it the wrong cute. sound? It was, no. It's, well, how would anybody know? I think it was a great sound. Oh. 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 There you go. Okay. All right. Listen, I work for him's all about highlighting ministries from all over the country that are discipling Christ followers to help them connect with the here on Sunday with what they do in their nine to five. We also interview people from the workplaces. We've had some incredible interviews of people in their workplaces. Like we had um, the, uh, my favorite one from last year was the air conditioning mechanic who was a former pastor. Yes. Who yes. says he gets an opportunity to do more ministry as an air conditioning repair guy than he ever did as a pastor. Mm-hmm. Right. People, no matter what their workplaces look like, I love that is what's so fun. We've also interviewed some incredible authors. It is, I didn't look at the number and I should have looked at the number, but the number is somewhere in that eight or 900 number now of how many books I have read because of this show in the last six years, one year prepping before we went on the air, I didn't know that's what I was prepping for. And then over the last five years, last year, 76 books. Wow. So, but God is, there's some incredible books out there. We've, we've had some incredible authors. Yes. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. There's, there's some other ones too, but you know, but you know, Michael, you encouraged me several years ago to uh, open up the show with a little bit of a jaunt. Yeah. How about the one on Pluto? That's a good one. Uh, do we have time to play it? I don't. I don't know. One thirty-eight. Uh, we have to not. wait. We have to wait. Uh, okay, right there. Okay, so come back after the break. We, we've highlighted some incredible organizations: Halftime, C Twelve, Truth at Work, Pinnacle Form, Convene. Uh, these are all national organizations. The National Christian Foundation. Uh, so many, or the Nehemiah Project. What else am I forgetting, Martha? Well, I don't know what you're forgetting, but I, you know, and we can't be all inclusive or we'd have to list a thousand shows. I mean, let's really be real about that. Mm -hmm. But some of the things that I think um, give a shout out to is the people that have guest hosted when we have been unavailable. We have had some brilliant people come in. And one of the things we've um, felt God say from the very beginning is this is not the Jim and Martha Brangenberg show. And so giving the platform to others to let their voice be heard and let God stir in them. Like, what should I? I share. Well, Who let's thank some of them. You? Let's thank because Ross Harrop is has guest hosted over forty shows. Ross yes. Harrop is C twelve Tampa Ross Bay. Wow. Think, Todd Hopkins is from CBMC. Mark Graham from CBMC. Dan Schock from CBMC. Chelsea Drinkard's done many shows. Yes. Taiwan and Shanae Simmons have done a show. Dan Schock did one with his wife Sarah. Uh, we've had uh, help me out. Who else has done some um, shows? David and Jill Johnson. David and Jill Johnson. From Raul and Jessica. Raul and Jessica Serrano, Serrano from Ignite. Car- Practice. That's right. Had some anybody else, Michael? Anybody else think of anybody else? Well, early on, I would have said myself. Yeah, Martha, that's <laughs> right. This we're just celebrating with all of you and highlighting some of the really cool things that have happened. And I think, without question, some of the funniest shows, certainly the most freeform shows we have every month and have had since the very beginning of our work for him are the shows that we have with Luke and Dave mm-hmm. and Michael. Many years back. Golly, probably four plus years back on a show. It was it was in 2014 because I looked at it. I was I was highlighting their website, Bel Air Wealth Management and BelairWealthManagement.com. And and I and I looked at we got Dave to say it somehow. And the way he said it, it was just hilarious. And so from then on, every time I say Bel Air Wealth Management, or now it's BWM. 
BWM advisors. advisors. Yep. BWM advisors. I don't ever say the dot com. I just point to Damien. He goes dot com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you trained him well. Dot com. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's just fine. I can't say it. You guys say it much higher. But Luke and Dave have been supporters of the program. The sponsors of the program from the very beginning. So hats off to Luke Andrews and Dave Cruz mm-hmm. for being here for us and helping the I Work For Him message get across the country. You know, one of the things we talk about every day, it's in our some of our commercials, sometimes it's on the show, is the I Work For Him Nation. We're looking for Christ followers across the country to develop a lifestyle of prayer, care, share, work, and disciple. We want you to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day and to look for ways to pray for them specifically. So after you've been praying for them for a few days, say, or a week or two or five weeks, or whatever it may be, to say, hey, I've been praying for you. Can I pray for anything specific for you? And then when you notice they come into work one day and their demeanor is a little bit different, say, what's going on? And then you listen. That's the important part. Listen. And then after they share it with you, say, hey, can I pray with you about that right now? Never have had anybody say no. That's the prayer part. The care part. Serving the people that you work alongside each and every day over and above your, what your job calls you to do and befriending those people outside of the workplace because you're never going to get an opportunity to share your faith, what Jesus has done in your life until you have a relationship with those people and getting to know them outside of the workplace and telling, showing them that you care. That's super important. So that's the prayer, the care. Then you get to the share. You get an opportunity to share what Jesus has done in your life. But all along, the work part is the excellence. You and me, we should be the best employees in any workplace. Christ followers should be the number one employees in any workplace across the country. No question about it. That's the prayer. Care, share, work. And then we need to share our lives with them on a day-by-day basis. Walk alongside of people. That's the disciple part. Well, you say workplace and... Yes, there's a lot of people that they consider themselves employees or owners, but the I Work For Him Nation is not for someone who goes outside their home. It's about people. The stay-at-home moms are the hardest working people I know. Pray for the people that are in your PTA, in your in your school group, in your play date. Your mops group. Exactly. Absolutely. So when we say workplace, it's where you spend your day, who you talk to, and who you encounter. It's about praying for those who are part of your circle. And Martha and I had a conversation about this a while back. You want to play that one? Sure. They oh. discovered a play. You know, a couple of years ago, they took Pluto... Was it Pluto or Neptune? It was Pluto. Pluto, and they and they they discarded Pluto. All right, all right. Wait a minute. Let's just let's just stop the Pluto one. We don't want to go to the Pluto one yet, Michael. I'm sorry, I messed you up. All right. uh, even on the thousandth show, I did. I messed up. It was not human. Michael's fault. That was my fault. Okay, so let's do the Martha prayer one if we could. Three, two, one. Okay, Martha. As we started praying for our coworkers and employees, and and, and really every week as a partnership team, we pray for the people in our office. What kind of a difference do you see it making in your perspective? You know, I think the biggest thing for us is that, um, well, like today, okay, I'll just use an, a fresh example. We have one employee who um, doesn't get to come to our staff meetings because she doesn't work that day, and we pray for each other on those days. So this is a little different than what you were asking me, but that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> so she, I was saying, hey, make sure you give me your prayer request for our staff meeting, and the impact that that made that the on her that we cared to pray for her specific needs um, that just brings us closer together and helps us to be transparent with each other 
it's all, I mean, that's what it was. We're just talking about prayer makes a difference. I know in my own life, as I started praying for those people I worked alongside back in 2006, it started transforming my own heart. And I saw my own attitude towards the people I worked for, that worked with me, that I worked alongside. My attitude just changed. That's where the I Work for Am Nation covenant came from. It came from my heart. It, it was the it was the process that God worked me through. It, it was incredible. Connie, you looked like you wanted to say something. And it's it's the first step. It's like you have to commit your heart to the Lord and being a part of that, make that part of the community of people that you work with. It's it's uh, it's very very cool. You know we've had a lot of really great shows. We've we've talked with some incredible people. We've had some congressmen on. We had the Florida Speaker of the House on, who has a ton of kids, and was sharing how he was bought ready to become the Florida Speaker of the House. And I asked him all about how he was going to protect his family while he was doing that. We've talked with some great seminaries about how they're teaching pastors how to equip people more effectively to go out and into their mission field, their business trees every day. I think Michael probably the the. The interview that I did that caused me the most angst was the first time we had Oz Hillman on the line. Mm, mm -hmm. Way back in May of 2013, I believe it was show number five or number six, (laughs) but Oz Hillman was the guy that introduced me through his daily devotional to the whole idea behind connecting your faith and your work. And Martha, you remember how excited I was that we got that interview scheduled? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, it just seems surreal because we didn't really know um, that God was going to be opening doors like that. And we're like, you know, this is a guy we've read his books. We've get his emails. You know, he is out there and untouchable. Mm -hmm. And yet um, what we've come to find out is that every single person we've had on the show is real. Mm -hmm. They have struggles. God's working in their lives and God's using them right where they are planted. And that's the common thread that um, all of us uh, are in that process of refining whatever it might be. And um, Oz and his wife, Pamela, have become good friends of ours. And um, we're just so blessed for where that has gone in the last five years. Absolutely. Very, very, very cool. Martha, you had some highlights in your list that I want to make sure you had a chance to get to before we run out of time. Well, I just think that one as of the, we celebrate the 1,000th show right, right here, and I work for him. So we are celebrating it, doing a little reminiscing, and I was just thinking about the way that you know God has given us this ability um, to be a, a place of resource and to be able to equip people. And in the area of equipping marriages, I think about Sheila Weber in the National Marriage Week, um, where every Valentine's Day it's just a focus on celebrating marriages, and that's something that's near and dear to our heart. And the fact that it helps with human flourishing by having good marriages in our country and in our world. Um, I think of equipping the church and Tom Nelson from Made to Flourish and teaching pastors peer-to-peer that they have a responsibility to actually um, take this concept of what they learn on Sunday into the Monday for their people that are sitting in the pews. And so um, that has been impressionable on me. Equipping the generations, Hayden Shaw, I love the way he has translated for us about the different generations and the impact that understanding those different cultures helps us to be better at what we do. And then, of course, we already talked about David um, Gibbs equipping empl- workers, equipping the employers, and Bradley from the Institute of Faith, we- Work, and Economics. She's oh, a Anne really, Bradley. really smart woman who talks like a normal person. <laughs> and I love Anne for that. Which is um, good all the, for me because I'm not a very smart all person. All the selfies we've done in the studio over the years. And, um, of course, Facebook. Martha is now a professional selfie taker. Of course, If you Facebook. meet her at your wedding, there you can, if it, can They do don't it. want selfies at their wedding. Well, honey. you never know. It could be, it, it could be a trend. trend. It's yeah. a trend. 
friend. That's right. So, and then of course I have to highlight the fact that you love Facebook Live. Facebook Live is not my friend. <laughs> not so much. You know, we, how come, <laughs> he, why aren't you doing Facebook it. Live today? You should have been doing Facebook Live today. Well, oh. we'll do it another day. Okay, fine. Uh, 2,000. Yeah. 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 Oh, there show. you go. He's given me a whole other thousand shows before he'll do that. No, no. No, no we definitely will do some more. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Any last highlights, Michael? Oh, we got we to gotta do the Pluto thing. We just got to at least start with it. Okay. I know we're running out of time. We'll see if we can play some of it. All right, play it. They discovered a planet. You know, a couple of years ago, they took Pluto. Was it Pluto or Neptune? It was Pluto. The Pluto, and they and they, they discarded Pluto because it had a had a had a, a an out of or you know it was it was just an oblong orbit. It wasn't a perfect orbit around the sun. So they start picking on poor Pluto. So this week they find this mysterious new planet that's. Takes ten thousand to twenty thousand years to get around the sun. They don't really know what it looks like. They haven't really seen it, but they've determined that it's there. And you're like, who cares? <laughs> Honestly, they've spent billions of dollars studying a planet that may or may not exist, that we may or may not get, be able to get a picture of because it's so far away. It'll take you got well, the reason they're saying it's going to take five years to take a picture of it is because you got to get the Hubble Space Telescope looking exactly where it's going to be right before it gets there to snap a picture right before it whizzes by again because it's so far out. But in in reality, why is that so important? I mean, it's incredible that God created a universe that we're still discovering new things every day. But the bad news is, I mean, I just, you know, I don't know. I, I read the, I read the, the news all the time. That Jim learns the things in my mind. And has to share. Connie. Makes it go, hmm. Connie Smith, Brandon Ambassador, thank you so much for all your support, all these thousand shows. Michael Miracle, you have been a gift. A miracle. In fact, I work for him. Martha, when you joined me on there, it made my life so much easier because it's so much more fun on the air when you're with me. This is, I work for him has been a journey for all four of us. Can't wait to see what the next thousand shows looks mm-hmm. like. I, I just, I'm humbled, but thank you all. This has been a phenomenal teamwork. Mm, thank, thank you. you. And thank, thank you, you to all of, of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And supporters. That's right. Check out the website at iworkforhim.com. <laughs> You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.